an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Oh, let's go, Artie Spaniel. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm fired up tonight, man. I think we got a fun show. Yeah, I I noticed the tone and tenor of the stinking genius last night, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. All you have to do is visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So I did a segment with Bernie. So yeah. last night I was up I was up, and I listened to your whole show and heard you and Aaron going back and forth. Aaron's like sparring with Oklahoma media guys, and they're sparring right. back. And I just noticed usually you're, you're in the mix. You're getting, you're getting your hands dirty. You're ready to, to, to throw hands. You're just kind of um, – I like sad panda last I night. Was, you, yeah. you, you okay? I, I was I, I was bummed out. I mean, remember all this came down. I don't even remember days anymore. But I think it was we had the rumors on last. Well, we Saturday had the rumors and Sunday, on Sat yeah. on Saturday and Sunday. Right. We thought Monday was going to be the day, and that was when the Big Ten came out after letting the speculation from Dan Patrick's show go for what Arnie about five hours, <laughs> and then said, and yeah, they, they let it simmer for five hours, and they said, oh, we haven't had a vote. There hasn't been a vote yet. No one's I, voted on anything yet. Yes, I'm bummed out that we're going to miss out on on some college football. But I think what really bums me out is if if 
they had to do it all over again if the presidents and the commissioners all said, you know what, we, we want to take a revote on Monday. I think the revote would be a lot different than it is right now. I think all do five you? conferences would say, let's go ahead and let's play football. I hope you're right. I mean, well, I'm not going to be right. It's it's too late. Too Why? too late now. That that's my question. Yeah. Why would it be too late? I don't know. It seems like it's always too late now. I well, <laughs> it's too late because when are we? I don't even know when we're supposed to start anymore. When when does this even even start anymore? I don't even know anymore. Uh, and two, have, they, have teams been practicing? Has, has the Pac-12 and, and Big Ten have they practiced at all? How many practices do you need? to get ready for a season one week two weeks three weeks is there enough time to to get the practices in? i don't even know anymore well uh let, let me help you just a, a little a little bit here because technically the season will still start on thursday september 3rd and i know okay. how you love those group of five matchups when south alabama takes on southern miss right. that is technically the first game the first power five conference game would be slated then for what September twelfth that following weekend. Wow! So wow! Think think about this. Think about wow. this. September twelfth, Arnie. That that's not that's not beyond the realm. And I think the Big Ten schedule was slated to start about that same week. Um, and yeah, in fact, Thursday September tenth would be UAB in Miami, and then you'd have a full schedule on that Saturday the twelfth, which would include Clemson and Wake Forest, and the, the Big Twelve would get underway. I'm just here to tell you, I don't think it's too late. And I don't think you've seen, at least from what I've heard, a mass exodus of people that have necessarily stopped trying to at least sell themselves that there's the potential for college football still in the Big Ten. I don't know about the Pac-12. Maybe we might have to hook up with our man Jeff Schwartz at some point, but he's on the East Coast. He might be ready to cash out tonight. But I'm telling you what, Arnie, I'm just a – I don't – this whole petition – is a beautiful thing. Right. I don't know how I happen to be up and just watching when it first started, so it's kind of been fun to refresh it all day and see the numbers grow. I think you and I both agree that's not going to be a, a game changer. I mean, I wish it would, right. but I don't think it's going to. What's, well, what, but why not? Yeah. Why, why, well, why can't you go back and reconsider well, your, your your decision? What would you say? Would you come out and say, ah, we were wrong. Uh, we read the wrong data. The data was flawed. <laughs> um, the SEC was right. No, no, no. Uh, here, you know what? Here, you guys are right. There's nothing to worry about. No, I, no, no. What, and what, and what, nobody. What, what are you, you going to say then? What, what could you possibly hold, hold, say can, can, can I? Yeah. Can, can I? Can I try? No, you can't. No. Okay, can't. then let's just go, move go, on. Go, if this just, is how you're going to be. And the show's oh wrapping gosh. up. Go ahead. Yes, go. Um, why you can say, you know what? We were concerned about myocarditis. We're still concerned. Nobody, and I mean, nobody is saying that there's no threat here. But in what, it, at the very least, I can speak to what the Big Twelve has done and what Oklahoma has done from day one. If you test positive, they had the tests in place to to really scan for myocarditis, which if you have symptoms, is a major concern as a side effect of this. So I think if you're the Big Ten, say, hey, we've learned about that. And, you know, this whole FDA-approved coronavirus testing system known as Saliva Direct has really helped to ease some of our testing concerns. So we've listened to our players. We've listened to their families. We've always understood the economic impact that this could have. But now that we have cheaper more widespread testing, and now that we know that we can invest that money that we may have invested in testing, Arnie, to maybe put more into EKGs, to put more into to studying myocarditis, or at least testing for it, we feel like we can now try to go forward. Because I'll tell you what, you know what their plan is for the spring, don't you? 
You can't be playing football because there's there's no way they're going to be able to pull that off. I promise well, you that. Well, let me tell you this much. Here's their plan for the spring. They don't have one. Right. They don't have one. The person who came up with the best plan for the spring was the head coach at Purdue, Jeff Brom, who right. was very good at color coding his bar graphs and things. <laughs> and he had a better plan than not only the Big Ten, Arnie, for spring football, but anyone else who has said, yeah, we're playing in the spring. Nobody has a plan. So you're telling me, and, and again, I'm not saying I'm I'm trying to make right. the case here to to where you can kind of backtrack a little bit. You're saying we'd rather continue down a path of a complete and total unknown, which would be the spring with no plan, with no schedule whatsoever, or anything, to maybe then stop and pause and say, and again, maybe this is all shot to you know what, Arnie. Maybe everyone's left campus. Your numbers would spike like Oklahoma saw. You might be in a little bit of trouble. I don't know. But at the very least, you can say, this saliva direct is a game changer. Our, our research on myocarditis has taught us how you can plan for this. And by God, our players want to play. Why can't you then say, let's go ahead and let's restart towards our date? That gives you, what, a month? You know, when you've already been, been, been practicing, you took a couple days off, that gives you a month? Why not? Why can't they go back and say, let's give it a shot? Well, I mean, again, I was I was looking more like the season was going to start in, in like two weeks, which we know is is not going to happen now. And we've pushed everything so far back, and and now it's play one game and then take one game off and then play another game out there. The only thing that bothers me is if you're going to change your mind, it certainly doesn't help when you hear about the stories about what what happened with Notre Dame and oh. Oklahoma and you know Absolutely. schools like that. Oklahoma State. Hey, Arnie, it's the thing you and I have talked about. From the first day when we started to accept that this could cause a problem with football, and that was we're counting on 18 to 23-year-old men and women to go against everything you want to do when you're 18 to 23 years old in a college town. You going to stay in? Nope. And think about I, I thought I was invincible, and I'm so glad that I'm an adult while this is going on because if I was 20 and in college, I'd be like, shut up, old man. I'm going to go party. I don't need a mask. So <laughs> we're, we're counting on that being the case. Now, I, can, can I add one more thing? Yeah, yeah. That, that could help. You look at the schedule and you're like, well, Plank, if the Big 12 or Big 10 is going to go back and say, all right, let's give this a shot, which I don't think they can, but I don't understand why they couldn't go back and at least consider it. Remember, their schedule was shaped and structured to where, if necessary, they could drop down. They called it Jenga 41. So they could take weeks that they missed and move them down and fill in bye weeks. So the schedule, which was supposed to start on September 12th in the Big Ten, Arnie, they could push back to the 19th or the 26th. So at least from the scheduling perspective, you can make it work. But I think you hit on a better point. It might be irrelevant from the Big Ten to Pac-12 to the ACC to the Big 12 to the uh, SEC because ain't nobody following the protocols like they're supposed no. to and, to make sure that we're going to get this season anyway. And let's be honest. Do you think out of the three major conferences left that all three are going to play? You, I think there's a, a better chance of one of those three going, I think we're changing our mind. Well, if they the do, Pac-12. everyone's out. Well, if they do, say? everyone's out. You think then everybody will say forget about it? At yeah, that yeah. Point. You you can't play with two. I, I just I'm a firm believer in that. If the ACC, if, if they back out, then Arnie, you 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 you're on to something there, 100. percent Because if if the ACC and looked, I mean, there, there's problems in North Carolina. 
They had a hot spot on campus. Now, I, I'm a firm believer that you have to try to work through this, but Arnie, you're on it 100%, man. You absolutely are. If that happens, you're more likely to see, and I, I don't think the Pac-12 is even in this conversation. I really don't. I think we're hoping that the Big Ten changes its mind more than the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is done. I mean, they're done for 2020. I don't think there's anything that's changing their mind. Hell, Arnie, you're not even going to get basketball until 2021 well, Pac-12. I was just about to, I go, what you're making me do is um, leaving college football to try to survive on their own, and now i got to worry about college basketball. <laughs> did, you, did you threw that at me that I'm not even going to, matter of fact, I, I just saw the tweet um, from Johnny that says we're not going to get the Pac-12 back to normal until 2022. What are you doing to me? What, what, are, you, what are you trying to, what, what are you, you're taking away two years of college football from me? What, what's wrong with you guys? Well, the Jeez. reality is, you know, Johnny has a point, which is Stop. why, which is why I, I, I just, I say go until you can't, right? I mean, just go until you can't. And, and that seems to be the case right now in the Big 12, ACC, and SEC. And there's a part of me that almost thinks seeing some of these sorority parties and fraternity parties and these flare-ups on campuses, I don't mind them because I'm like, yeah, let, let the students just, just do distance learning and let's just make a bubble for the athletes. I mean, on campus at Texas, Arnie, is 5% of the students. Right. 5% of the students are on campus learning this year. That means you basically almost have a bubble for it's a fifth if 51,000 people go to the University of Texas only 5% of those so what, people 2, are going to be what 2500 or something you yeah, tell me on campus right right 5% are on campus so there's Jeez. a great chance that you almost have a bubble for your student athletes in a lot of ways but it is this conversation isn't going anywhere right i mean as long as Justin Fields continues to fight and as long as the ACC Big 12 the big, uh, who am I leaving out? SEC and, of course, Notre Dame and the three other independents. As long as they keep forging ahead, we still have a conversation. Let me ask you this. Justin Fields has the petition going. Trevor Lawrence did what? The hashtag let us play or, or whatever right? it is. Uh, who has to speak up? I mean, obviously there are big names out there, but who has to speak up for the Pac-12 or the Big Ten to take notice and say, okay, okay, we hear you loud and clear. We're going to rethink this. Who has to speak up? Their president's. There, pre- there has to be. Well, you got, I, I don't, the, you got the Michigan president that's a, a specialist in infectious diseases. I, right. He probably thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. You're right. So maybe that's the guy. Maybe that's the guy who you got to turn. Um, I don't know who the most powerful president is conceivably in the Big Ten or the Pac-12. But, I mean, you, you find your most powerful guy. Yeah, who's Jerry Jones there? That's what I, I, I that You're right. I mean, who is? That's who you have to go get and start selling him and swaying him if – if this is even a possibility. But, you know, I, I'm sitting here right now as someone who is just hoping we get football this year, uh, understanding that it's going to be a much more uphill climb than maybe I ever thought. I mean, I'm I'm a hopeless romantic. I'm a glass yeah. half full kind of guy. I mean, hell, Arnie, we were arguing last week. And I'm like, there's no way the Big Ten's going to cancel. And sure enough, they canceled on Tuesday. But the, the reality is... I still think you're you're more likely to end up not having college football this year than you are to have the Big Ten change their mind. But I don't think that it's against the rules for them to say, all right, let's let's see. Let's, let's see with this new testing what we can possibly do. Because uh, Sway a couple – according to one report, and, they, and it got somewhat shot down, but the vote was like eight to six to play or not to play in the Big right. Ten. I mean, the, the Pac-12 was unanimous, so I'm sorry, Arnie. I, I don't know if the Pac-12 is coming back. But the Big Ten seemed like it was fairly tight 
in the decision-making process. So, I mean... I don't, look, I, I don't want to get political. I'll just ask you a oh, question, which none go. of us know the answer. Well, we don't know the answer. <laughs> well, why, why aren't these testings funded? Uh, I think out here at the University of Vermont, they're testing all the students, and I think mm-hmm. that's getting funded. Uh, the university's not coming up with the money. We're, we're uh, Actually, I think it's one, one of the big pharmaceutical names out here that's building the new um, gymnasium and hockey rink that's probably going to be doing it. I, I just want to know, where, where, how come there's not funding with all these universities out there? Uh, I think it's, you know, and, and we can get into this later. I think you look at some of the schools that have powerful medical schools, Oklahoma, right, right. Baylor, among others. I think they are. Arizona is uh, a big medical school. Arizona's a is it okay? Yeah, Arizona, yeah. yeah. Arizona's a big medical school. Big one. I'm yeah. Just, I'm just kidding, Arnie. Arizona's a and I'm sh- I'm willing to bet that they would probably make sure that everyone was taken care of. But in the end, that was a major problem for the Pac-12. Listen, there's a lot of questions about whether or not you could possibly do a 180. So when we come back. Uh, Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. We got tons to get to tonight. Todd Furman's going to join us from Vegas. We'll get caught up on what the odds look like now. We've got an NBA playoff series. What am I saying? A. We have the NBA playoffs to preview coming up, including the Lakers Blazers series. And tonight starts our divisional previews in the National Football League, which I Ugh. can't wait to see who Arnie has in the NFC and AFC East. Are we but allowed we to back- do that? Sure, why not? Talk about I, games? I just thought I, we have to talk about hey, you know stuff off the field. If I start talking about games, this is going to be a downhill snowball that will never <laughs> stop. I'm so juiced up. So when we come back, let's start that. Ryan Glass-Spiegel, Outkick.com, covers the media side of things and has been all over the college football cancellations of the fall for the Big Ten and the Pac-12. We'll get his perspective next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long take the excitement of football basketball and hockey to the next level with same game parlays exclusive signature bets odds boost promos and much more plus now you can sign in place bets and manage your cash balance under the same betmgm account in dc maryland and virginia with the same username and password throughout the dmv it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks download the betmgm app today BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Ryan Glasspiegel from Outkick in seconds. Did you know that right now, Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit geico.com to learn more. With the stinking genius Arnie Spanier, I'm Chris Plank. We're joined right now by Ryan Glasspiegel, Outkick.com. Ryan, is there any chance... Any chance, and, and we spent a lot of our time in the first segment talking about it. Sliva test is a big story today. Could the Big Ten reverse course? I don't think the Pac-12 is going to, but is there any chance they could change their mind and go back and potentially try to have a season? It's difficult for me to put a number on it, Chris, but I think that there is a chance. Here's what would need to happen in order for it to happen. Ohio State would need to assert themselves. Now, hmm. Everything was really kind of in flux last week. Last weekend, all of the um, Big Ten allies in the media started to break that the season was going to get canceled. It was kind of a two-day procession of that until it did indeed get canceled. And in that time, you saw Ryan Day, the head coach of Ohio State, say, look, we're going to explore options. But then when the Big Ten did officially cancel, Ohio State's AD Gene Smith said they weren't going to play elsewhere. But it with, like, I don't know, this Justin Fields petition, Ohio State parents amongst several other programs petitioning the Big Ten, it, I really think, Chris and Arnie, if Ohio State – really plants a flag and says we want to play football, the conference is going to have to listen to that. Yeah. Ryan Notre, they went to the ACC pretty easily, and I know they're an independent, but why wouldn't it be that easy if, let's say, Ohio State, Arizona, Arizona State? Because, um, you know, I understand what's going on with the Pac-12, the California schools, UCLA, USC, Stanford, Cal, might be difficult for them to play, especially what's going on in their states. Why can't these other three schools or whoever wants to go ahead and, and join somewhere else like Notre Dame did to the ACC? Well, if Ohio State wanted to go and join one of those conferences this year, those commissioners would walk from wherever they are to Columbus <laughs> and just give them the key to the conference. I mean, the, the ACC, SEC, or Big 12 would love to have Ohio yeah. State. Now, Nebraska threatened to, and they really wanted to play elsewhere and Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, essentially told them, hey, if you play elsewhere this fall, you're not coming back to the Big Ten. But just getting back to Ohio State, like they're not going to make that threat against Ohio State because the Big Ten needs Ohio State and makes way more money from Ohio State than Ohio State needs the Big Ten and makes from the Big Ten. Ohio State could play in any conference in America they want. They could even be independent like Notre Dame. And mm. so if, if they decide, look, this saliva test is a game changer, they already didn't vote to cancel the football season. Like, I don't know why – Rutgers and Maryland and schools like that should count equally to Ohio State, but <laughs> right. it really is going to come down to their assertiveness here. 
Frank Glasspiegel is in the house at, at, at Sports Report on Twitter, R-A-P-P-O-R-T. Now, I, I've got to ask because I love the broadcast side of things, and you've been all over it, All I mean, from uh, the NFL contracts to obviously some of the big college deals. What is Fox going to do, and how do we fill this broadcast kind of schedule? Again, we're assuming we get a season, and, and that's still very much up in the air. But if the Big Ten doesn't come to its senses and at least try, what are the broadcasts going to look like? Are we still going to see 11 a.m. Central time kicks? Are we going to see more prime time? Have you had a chance to really dig into what this is going to look like? Yeah, I don't know if what they're going to do. They're going to have a big hole to fill. Um, maybe like they try to get the XFL to bubble up and play on Saturdays uh, with The Rock taking it over. <laughs> There's point. been a lot of speculation that the NFL – could play on Saturdays if there's no college football this season. Um, Fox, I'm sure, would definitely be interested in that, as would everybody else. It's an interesting question, though, what they do if they've still got the Big 12, but the Big 10 and the Pac-12 are gone. Meanwhile, um, ESPN, NBC, CBS have well, not NBC this year because they're going to lose some of their – they'll have Notre Dame, but they don't have a conference. CBS is SEC Game of the Week. Um, ESPN and ABC have all three of those conferences. I don't know if they – I don't think that the NFL could play on Saturdays if those three conferences do play. But if they eventually follow the Big Ten and Pac-12, then I think it's a safe bet that we're going to see the NFL on Saturday. You think there's going to be a lot of regret if things work out well for the ACC, the SEC, and the and the Big 12, that uh, the fans for the Big 10 and the Pac-12 all year long, Twitter, as, as the weeks go along, Twitter's going to get just more and more consumed of people like, look what you did, look what you, you killed us. It's going to get worse every week. Yeah, but I mean, by the same token, what if they start and have to cancel their seasons? Oh. Then we're going to see the Big, 12, Big 10 and Pac-12 parading around, pumping their chest, saying, see, we told you so. Now, one thing that we haven't talked about yet, and look, this is just pure speculation. I'm not saying this based on any, like, legitimate reporting, but if you recall, like, two or three weeks ago, players from the Pac-12 wrote a story in the Players' Tribune asking for, amongst other things, 50% of football revenue. The Big Ten players followed up and wrote a story in the Players' Tribune a couple days later. Now, their demands weren't as outrageous and as completely impossible to fulfill in the context of Title IX, but it still was kind of a little bit the beginning of an organized players' movement. So those two conferences had players start organizing the the three conferences that are still playing did not i wonder how much and to what extent that is a coincidence or not Hmm. that's been a a, a, an amazing side conversation all of this hey ryan random nfl thought before we let you go i saw you put this on twitter and it's a great point without the preseason i mean we're four weeks away from the NFL. It's going to sneak up on us. It's going to be awesome. And we haven't even had time to really fight and scream and yell about the Monday night booth on the NFL yet. On ESPN. <laughs> no, uh, we'll have time to do that. That I, Knock on wood, I think the NFL, they've had such a low percentage of positive tests. They seem to be following um, the NBA and doing a good job with this. So, I mean, obviously – 
things are fluid and they change day by day. But you're right that I was right that the <laughs> NFL is going to sneak up on us because normally we're just slogging through this preseason. Like you hope to catch like a glimpse of Aaron Rodgers playing two snaps or something like that. But they're really terrible products. We watch it anyway because we're so starved for football. But Coming September, like we're mid-August right now. Yep. Football's coming. It's like right around the corner. And the NFL is going to really like deliver a lot of entertainment, I believe. Love it. Hey, uh, we appreciate your time. Big fan, Ryan. Hopefully we get a chance to do this again. And uh, just great perspective. Keep it up over at OutKick, man. Thank Thanks, you for Ryan. having me anytime. Ryan Glassbeagle, OutKick.com. Also a good follow on Twitter, at Sports Report. And who knows? Maybe, Arnie, the saliva test can be a complete and total game changer. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Okay, all right, we got some baseball to get into, and we've got some NBA. But first, for the first time tonight with both Arnie and I on the air, ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Steve DeSager. What's going on, Steve? Good evening, gentlemen. And by the way, for what it's worth, the Washington Post is the one who said all of college football would need to be postponed before we get the NFL on Saturdays this year. That it was uh, sports media writer Anthony Krupe who said there's a provision in the Sports Broadcasting Act of 1961 that the NFL is prohibited from scheduling games on a Saturday within 75 miles of a college football contest. From Saturday, September to mid-December Saturdays. Now, they could lobby Congress for an exemption, but... In the meantime, they do have a relationship with college football, so they can't, like, openly root for the other conferences to go bye-bye to open up Saturdays for them either. So standing by on that one. For the Sunday night ball game, in baseball at New York's Yankee Stadium. Well, what happened to the Boston Red Sox this year? We're horrible. We're already saying that in mid-August, and the season just started. Four to two Yankees over the Red Sox. You know, the Red Sox had allowed eight plus runs in six straight games, so they at least stopped that streak. They're the worst team in baseball. Uh, Seven straight losses, six and 16 overall. The worst team in the National League, the Pirates, are four and 14. Of course, the Pirates already missed a series this past week at St. Louis. And now the Pirates are not playing last night or today at Cincinnati because one Reds player tested positive for COVID-19. Now the Reds are scheduled to fly to Kansas City on Tuesday morning and start a two-game series in KC that night. The Reds, by the way, are scheduled to play a four-game series at St. Louis next weekend. Last night we mentioned on the show the Cards rented 41 cars and drove the nearly 300 miles to play up in Chicago this weekend. Yesterday the Cardinals played their first games this month their record was two and three for the season and then they swept a doubleheader yesterday lost seven to two at the white Sox today because the white Sox hit four consecutive home runs in the fifth inning that ties a major league record all four were hit off the same relief pitcher who was making his major league debut and they left him in for all four and he's coming back still couldn't finish the inning dallas keichel the win white Sox 7-2 the final tampa bay swept a pair from toronto at uh, buffalo that of course is the blue jays home for this season last night's game was suspended by rain in the fourth inning they continued that and eventually Tampa homered in the top of the ninth, 3-2 the final, and then Tampa Bay 7-5 in extra innings in the nightcap. That is, they took the lead on a two-run homer in the eighth. That was an extra inning game. Got to get used to that. Oakland, 16-6 and now, beat up the Giants in San Francisco, 15-3. What a lost weekend for San Francisco. They had their closer give up four in the ninth one night, give up five in the ninth another night. 
And they just flat out couldn't get anybody out today. 15-3 to A's the final. And the Dodgers in very hot Anaheim all weekend. Pounded the Angels 8-3. to Corey Seager with a three-run homer. And now the next four games, it's going to be Corey Seager against his brother Kyle Seager. It's a Dodgers-Seattle matchup. Two in L.A., then two in Seattle over the next four days. Oh, Bob. That guy's good. Colorado and Arizona, each one at home. Moving on. <laughs> Milwaukee, a 6-5 win against the Cubs in Chicago. And uh, unfortunately, this to pass along from the L.A. Kings, they've suspended the man who performs as their mascot after a sexual harassment lawsuit was filed against him. The man, Tim Smith, portrays Bailey the Lion. He has the title of Senior Manager of Game Presentation and Events for the L.A. Kings. The suit was filed by a former member of the L.A. Kings ice crew, female. AP says this man was previously sued for harassment by a man three years ago, and that lawsuit was settled in 2018. God. There is hockey going on, playoff hockey right now. There's the late game, scoreless after the first period. Vancouver up two games to none, playing St. Louis. Philadelphia, the top seed in the East, shut out Montreal 1-0. Chicago stayed alive, beating Vegas 3-1. Overtime wins for the Islanders and Dallas. Chase Elliott won the NASCAR race on the Daytona road course. And we had Indy qualifying this weekend. You know, the Indy 500 is next Sunday. It's not Memorial Day weekend, of course. It will happen. Marco Andretti earned the pole. Marco Andretti, grandson of Mario Andretti, the 1969 Indy winner. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part is figuring out which way is easier. I mean, it's not like Corey Seager is new in Major League Baseball, aren't you? How many times have you made the Bob Seager joke is what I want to know. Oh, I've only used that once or twice. Should I just sort of turn the page? Would that have been better? Would that, would I think, been, by I the think way, I'm in a bad mood. Somebody just outbid me $5 for a Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, Roberto Clemente uh, picture. Where, where, where were you bidding? I'm online. Well, I, that's, do you not want to give it away for privacy concerns? Was this like an eBay bid? Is no, yeah, it's these... like an eBay thing, but I but I have until t- it ends tomorrow at four o'clock, so now I'm gonna have check to check up. up the price. And they Go and somebody it. outbid me now for my um, uh, Jim Craig uh, signed the uh, uh, jersey. So uh, I guess my bids aren't high enough. I'm very upset about that. Your, your Jim Jim Craig signed jersey, yeah. the hockey player. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that is. I wanted uh, that. Okay, that's the that, only one I'm winning is the school. Hanson brothers signed jersey, so I'm glad I got that one. <laughs> Charleston Chiefs, let's go. <laughs> Nobody gets that joke, unfortunately, right now. Trade me right no. now. Yeah. All right, let's get some tweets in here. All right. I had to crack up whenever we went to break and I saw uh, Chris's tweet. He said, Guys, you've lost the whole West Coast with this talk. <laughs> and, right, because it's almost as if. As we said, the Pac-12 has just accepted, hey, this season isn't happening. We're not doing anything till 2021. See you later. Peace out. I mean, right? Has there been any buzz from Pac-12 schools to say, hey, we still want to play? It was unanimous. You hear from the Big Ten. But zilch from out west right now. You know, it's it's like being married and getting divorced and then your you know the your ex is now going to get married to a doctor and living a great life you don't wish any harm to your ex but it wouldn't hurt if she gained about 75 pounds and she didn't look as good as she used to be you don't wish her that much i i, I now that the pac 12 isn't playing i i feel like i don't want you guys to play you know you can't play without us i it's bothering the hell out of me that there's going to be college football and that my wildcats in the pac 12 aren't going to be played it's eating me up alive you can spin this though, Arnie. 
Everyone was afraid. They knew that Kevin Sumlin's team was ready and they were loaded this year. And this was going to be your season. So now you just get everyone a year to get healthy and be ready to go in 2021. We, no, we hope. I can't, I can't spin it like that. Eddie, the nature boy, writes, in California, we can't even see Mickey Mouse at Disneyland until probably 2025. <laughs> uh, and then the million-dollar man makes probably one of the best points. You really think the Big Ten and Pac-12 care about a petition? No way it changes. Uh, no way it changes. One guy dies. It's over. No, I, I don't think the petition, and I don't think you feel the petition has anything to do with changing minds, right? I think the only thing that could potentially lead to anyone possibly stopping, pausing, and saying maybe would be the uh, immediate testing. That's no, no, I, it, I, it, I, it depends what's on the petition. You know, well, just you petitioning to bring back football isn't going to cut it. But a petition b- signed by all the students and their parents and saying we won't pay tuition um, if we're not going to have football and we're just going to go ahead and sit out this semester and you'll have those students. Oh, you're going to hit them where it hurts. You're going to hit them in the pocketbook. Oh, we may have to rethink it now. If you money talks and you know what walks, my friend, hit them where it counts and they will rethink it real quickly. Well, I, I just don't know how much more you can hit them where it hurts because they're basically punting on a fall football season. So it's almost as if they're willing to, to say adios to millions anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to make it worse for them. You're going to have to say, we're not coming to school unless you reinstate football. That, I mean, that's the only, that's the, that's the only voice they'll okay. understand that it takes, it takes a, a, a drastic measure like that. That's, that's how they talk. Now you got to go ahead and, you know, threaten back a little bit. Um, listen, all of this is irrelevant. We've probably wasted 40 minutes of your time because every <laughs> single video, I'm being serious. Every single video I see from campus are of incredibly raucous parties uh, I don't know if they if they're still called raves, but rave esque settings. I mean, it's just no. I mean, nobody's socially distancing. Nobody's wearing a mask. Everybody's just living life. Nobody cares, Arnie. We're doomed. I mean, I, th- this is something to where you know you can get on the Big Ten and the Pac twelve for thinking ahead. I mean, they they didn't cancel because of right now. They canceled because of how they see it in two or three or four weeks. And they might be soothsayers because their whole point is we don't trust the students to socially distance and do the things they're supposed to do. Guess what? So far, one day in for some schools, they're right. I don't know how much more right they could have been uh, with the way. I mean, every single time I refresh Twitter, it's some party that's going on somewhere where oh. all I can help is look at it and go, oh, no, we're so doomed. The party looks fun. But, man, not in COVID-19 times. So we'll continue to read through the college football tweets as yeah, the night goes I, on. You know, I, I'm surprised that we only hear about two or three colleges. I'm surprised we're not like have a, uh, you know, like a board, a map of all the colleges and see which ones in time. are having outbreaks, which ones don't have outbreaks. I'm, I'm surprised that's not coming up next. You know? I can could, I could kind of lay it out for you. I mean, I, well, I, you I know, like what, a scoreboard? Are we going to do yeah. Arizona is like 5-0 and all right now? I mean, what are you going to do? Hey. That's that's what it's going to be. Instead of you know, J- yeah. Jason Whitlock had a great joke one time on Speak for Yourself, where he was talking about the Red Zone Channel has become now who's kneeling and who isn't in the National Football League. Let's go live to Oakland. Oh, nobody's kneeling for the anthem. Well, now anymore we go. Hey, welcome to the College Football Scoreboard in the studios today. We're going to head to Chapel Hill. Well, there is an outbreak in the Delta Omega House. You know, it's just like what is going on here. That's eventually what we're going to have, Arnie. See, I think. You and I yeah. just helped create and, some segments for you and Torres on and Saturday. And by the night. way, what happens if uh, they don't play football? Is there some type of out call 
clause in the contract that says you can leave if you don't have one year of football? Can you, know, can you read the, the, the fine print that says, okay, now we're um, going to go ahead and leave the conference because you did this to us, you know? You're asking me to answer yeah. a question <laughs> that the NCAA doesn't even have an answer to right that's now. That's why I figure you might know the answer. That's why I asked you. <laughs> that's, that's the best part of all of this. The, yeah. How about, oh, listen, let, let me tell you something. The NCAA did something that is more reprehensible than just about anything I think that they have ever done. And we'll tell you about it next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. You ready for the NBA playoffs tomorrow, yes, Arnie? You, you realize, you know, if you decided to sleep in a little bit, you basically will wake up just in time for the NBA playoffs. First game tomorrow at 12.30 p. Central Time. Ooh, nice. But, you know, we, we didn't get a chance to do our brackets for March Madness. So I thought this was pretty cool. You can log on to FoxSportsRadio.com, and it's bracket time for the NBA playoffs Go right now because, again, I mean, this is a quick turnaround. I mean, we are, by the time we get off the air tonight, we're going to be in 11, at 11 and a half hours to the start wow. of the NBA playoffs. So go to foxsportsradio.com now or at any point over the next, uh, let's see, would that be like 14 hours and fill out your NBA playoff bracket? You'll compete against all of us and some of your favorite listeners. Uh, and the winning bracket gets a free Westinghouse 50-inch Roku TV. Check out FoxSportsRadio.com to fill out your NBA playoffs I, bracket. I just found out last night I was going to be able to be in it. You found out you were going to be able to be in it. Why did yeah. you think you weren't? You're, you're a Fox well, the, Sports Radio host. I know that, but the bosses asked me if, you know, because, you know, I have an unfair advantage of my picks, and I have unfair knowledge that a lot of people don't have, and obviously I was going to win it. Um, and they didn't want me to be in it. So. <laughs> Is that a soundtrack? I don't understand. Oh, that's the funniest thing you've <laughs> ever so, said in your life. I, I was trying to keep straight face. I was going to play. But I don't have an unfair advantage. Of course I do. That's why. But they're like, you yeah, know what? Old. If you win, just when you win, just give the TV to somebody else. So. What? Yeah. Nobody what wants to hurt senior citizens. Wow. I, I, I have to know. Wow. What, what's your unfair advantage for picking the NBA playoff game? You know what, Mr. Vegas? Yeah, that's why you know I challenge RJ and, and Bernie Fratto and uh, Brad Powers and Fezzik to contest all the let, time. Let me build it back they're up. Ducking me. They're ducking you. <laughs> wow. Oh, so my I, God. Was, I was banned, but uh, I got a call and said, okay, you could be in it. You're so. funnier well, than Kevin Hart right now. <laughs> wow. Welcome uh, to the group. Oh, I, they they obviously you. didn't have those concerns, I think, about most of us. They, they I got Lakers Celtics in it, by the way. That, don't steal Do my really? pick. Don't steal my picks. Pick something else, please. No. You got my Lakers. Oh. I think I have Lakers Raptors. Is what I have. I'm really that's going off the wall. Yeah, I do have the. I like. You're such a homer now. You're just a Boston <laughs> area homer. Is all you are. I mean, if you watch the Raptors and the Bucks, you realize it's a two team race in the East right now. But yeah, I'm. Oh, I'm, because the Celtics are not a two. One of the two nah, teams. Uh, done. Done. Finished. Over. Yeah. Now go ahead. Get so mad. Bad. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Boston fan. Get mad at me now. Tell me how they're the greatest thing ever. Remind me of Larry Bird. They played well Robert even Parrish. without Kemba Walker, and Kemba Walker's coming back with full minutes. They got legitimate four stars. I mean, seriously, four guys that can average 20 a game. I don't mm. think any other team has that. This is uh, this is sounding all too familiar. Wow. But you can go to FoxSportsRadio.com. It's right there. Brackets are back. Click on it. Be a part of it. All right. Uh, I beat you. Okay, great. Congratulations. You, wow. You see, you're you already giving me. up. No, I just I, – you are trying to sell yourself – 
that somehow you have an unfair advantage on this. And even I did do. I hear him call himself Mr. Vegas in the midst of this? Yes, he did. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> you do you, Arnie. I'll just be along for the ride. Now, with that in mind, yes, I know nobody cares about the 22 FBS uh, excuse me, the 22 fall sports championships that the NCAA canceled. I know that basically all we care about here on Fox Sports Radio, and of course, probably understandably so, is the college football world, right? And you don't need the NCAA giving you their kind of tap of the wand in order to still play football, unless you're an FCS school and they run your playoffs, yada, yada, yada. Arnie, do you know how all those student athletes, and, and you should probably, you understand this, Shea being a hockey player, yeah, right? Right. I mean, we, we love every sport here. Do you know how those participants in the 22 fall sports found out that the NCAA was canceling their championship? On Twitter? Is that what you're Exactly. Oh, they geez. found out on Twitter. And the NCAA sent out their video with Mark Emmert where he basically said, I don't think we can do championships. And then after they released it in the middle of the afternoon, they had the audacity to say, Make sure you tune in tonight at 6 o'clock for our web show to tell you more about this. Arnie, ADs, coaches, knew nothing. And then you have this report that comes out as a social tease basically telling you, oh, yeah, your championship, not happening. Don't know when it's going to happen. We're going to try in the spring, but it's not happening. We'll tell you more later. What is has the NCAA been the absolute worst during oh, this whole process? They're I, the worst. I, well, I, I, I'm just sorry. I, maybe I misunderstood you. I, I didn't know every time Fox makes any changes in the lineup, they consult you. Um, or do they just say, well, here's our new lineup, and they put it out there, and we, we find out. I, I, I don't know if uh, they're, they're supposed to consult us. Like the NCAA, what are they going to do? They're, they're going to go ahead and call each coach and, and fight with each coach on the telephone? What, what do you want them to do? How about telling AD, dope, not their coaches? How about call commissioners of conferences whom you just impacted? Wouldn't that make a difference? The commissioner, I mean, yeah, I could see that. But Okay, try, they try, didn't do that. Try to it's call, okay then, though, yeah. right? So well, if Shea gets everything shut down, it's okay if he finds out on Twitter, right? Is that what I you're saying? I think that's how we found out about hockey. Exactly. Is yeah. that right? That well, doesn't make it any better, but it's still <laughs> not going to be a season either way. <sighs> Bobo's told me to stop yelling. You let Arnie yell. <laughs> All right, hour one of the books. Coming up next hour, we're going to talk to Todd Furman next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford 
Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy... Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. It's already in plank on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, this segment brought to you in part by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. Works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended, odor-free pain relief from muscle pain, backaches, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. There is no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. Todd, you missed it earlier. Apparently, Arnie's Mr. Vegas. I did. <laughs> I was not aware of this. He's uh, He's got an insider's edge on us, so maybe you and I should be interviewing him tonight. What do you think? I mean, his picks have been – would you say they've been hot so far this uh, this quarantine season, Arnie, or no? Todd, I want Todd to be my witness. Todd, when we did radio in, uh, and I was up in Toronto when I was banned in the United States uh, for a short time, <laughs> and I was picking like eight, nine, ten games, and we're, we're hitting like eight or nine out of ten or eight out of nine, my co-hosts were going crazy because they couldn't figure out how I was doing it, and they, they, they were just losing their minds over it. It's always funny, Chris. When you work with Arnie, as long as I have, as far as interacting, I'll be it for you know short spurts compared to you doing a full show with him at least once a week. Revisionist history always plays a role in the way Arnie remembers, or in a lot of these cases, misremembers things that have transpired in the past. So I'm going to need to see full documentation for wow. this heater that Arnie's on that he's inevitably going to blow on the Miami Dolphins to win the AFC East, the Arizona Wildcats to win the national championship in college basketball, and a variety of other wagers that I'm sure he's going to try and make if opportunity presents itself. I personally, we should have a segment called Vermont versus Vegas and see who does better there. There you I go. Like this, James, <laughs> go these, I, I like this. I like the branding, Arnie. I figure with your ties through that out that Vermont area, you pick up the call, you get right through to Ben and Jerry's and Vermont Teddy Bear. We know they all have deep pockets and they'd love to sponsor this kind of family-friendly segment. Don't, don't forget Bernie, too. <laughs> Game on. Let's go. Uh, Todd, your, your reaction with the madness early in the week, I mean, again, I'm, I'm that guy that's still – wants to magically believe all Power 5 schools are going to play. But, you know, you cover it from beyond just the numbers side of the things. You're a fan. You keep tabs on it. What was your thoughts when you saw the Pac-12 and the Big Ten postpone until spring? 
Honestly, I think it's just the tip of the iceberg. I don't want to sound like a pessimist here at all, but I know we have three Power 5 leagues. Sorry, AAC fans out there that believe you're the Power 6. I would set the over-under at one and a half leagues. We see actually complete a full season, including wow. the Big 12, the ACC, and the SEC. I'm just very curious to see how these next couple of weeks unfold as kids start to come back on campus. There's more information revealed about why the Big 10 and Pac-12 elected to make their decisions as early as they did. And I think Labor Day is going to be the important deadline for these power five leagues that remain to figure out if they're going to commit to this and how things are going to look trust me i would love to see college football as much as the next guy but you see a lot of these scenarios play out i mean right in your backyard chris you saw oklahoma football players uh, a number of them test positive for covid once they broke from camp and you see a guy that was projected by a lot of people to be a first team all big 12 running back suddenly opting out after his running mate transferred to ohio state this offseason just leaves you scratching your head about where some of these kids are because we follow the Trevor Lawrences and we follow the Justin Fields, but I don't think there's a consensus among guys that are going to be out there ready to play when we talk about mid to late September. Well, well, Todd, I mean, as you mentioned, you see Fields, you see Lawrence, you see people that are saying, okay, the parents are now coming out, Iowa, Ohio State, Penn State, they want to play. Uh, my thing is this, uh, who's going to have to get behind them? Are, they, uh, are the parents going to have to say, we're not paying tuition or we're not sending our kids to school unless there's football? Uh, is there any chance we could reverse this or is it just too little too late at this point? I don't ever want to say never, but I think all these parents, and I give them credit for standing by their kids and wanting to see them be able to fulfill their athletic dreams, as we know for a lot of these guys, this is where the uh, end of the road comes in in college athletics. They're not going to get a chance to play at the next level, but at the same time, I think when you look at these institutions and how powerful they all are, you know, we criticize them all the time for being out, you know, looking for money to try and exploit some of their student athletes, and when the Big Ten and Pac-12, whether it's covering their own hides or in an attempt to try and protect their players suddenly they're the bad guy i know it's a polarizing opinion again i'd love to see all these leagues go out there and just looking at it from an objective standpoint i'd be stunned if we see a reversal from those two leagues knowing that they made this decision and all the money that they ultimately were going to leave on the table you know ted i think you hit it on the head earlier I'm, I'm more apt to believe that we might not see a full college football season than i am Either one, Pac-12, I don't think is even in the in the in the realm of considering it, but uh, or the Big Ten changing their mind. I think that we've just got to hope that we continue to mask up and people follow protocols. With that in mind, uh, have you seen much shift as far as win totals? Are they still off the board? How are you guys handling that with the Big Twelve, Pac-12, or excuse me, Big Twelve, ACC, and SEC? As far as I know, and this doesn't uh, include every single book out there, there may be one or two shops that do have numbers. I have not seen national championship odds posted, uh, again, adjusted for the absence of a number of the schools that would have very much been in the mix. Win totals, of course, we'll see the SEC with their own scheduling show. I believe it's tomorrow night at 7 Eastern, so we'll get a better idea despite us knowing the opponents. Uh, and then when we look at a lot of the other dynamics, I think books are, are really going to take that wait-and-see approach as far as win totals are concerned. We've seen a number of prominent sports books electing not to hang NFL win totals, which I think in and of its own right is a little bit more head-scratching th than anything else. Uh, but this these are uncharted times, and I think you know when you look at sports betting as a whole and trying to figure out the potential impact that college football has, books would love nothing more than to be able to get those numbers up and start attracting action four to five weeks before we're scheduled to see live college football. But at the same time, I don't think they want to go through the exercise knowing that they may not believe that there is a higher probability that we'll actually see college football in some capacity.
Todd, if the NFL does slip into Saturday, let me ask you this. Let's say Jacksonville's playing Cincinnati, and up against that's Alabama and LSU. Who gets the higher rating and who gets the higher amount of money on, on uh, bet on the game? I'm assuming both Alabama LSU wins both, or am I wrong on that? I think it's a great question, Arnie, and it's one that you know bookmakers haven't had a face in the past. I do think you might get more eyeballs on the college football game, but despite what people think, even if you don't have marquee franchises out there and you have a pair of teams that are dueling at 2-8 and eight on a Thursday night, people clamor for the NFL because they're involved in fantasy wow. football. They feel a level of comfort that they just don't quite get even from some of the power programs. Now, in that kind of instance, hey, it may be a little bit different, but if we're not talking about two perennial top five programs with blue blood lineage, I think the NFL is always going to win out. But I also don't see a scenario where the NFL would try and commandeer a Saturday afternoon and Saturday evening time slot if it meant they were going head-to-head with college football. Right. I know we're watching hockey as we stay up late, but Todd, final thought, and we'll let you get out of here. You fired up for some day playoff basketball tomorrow? I think it'll be great. I'm just excited, Chris, to finally see some of these teams to commit to playing defense because we sure as heck didn't see it throughout the course of these eight games that all these teams played to get their sea legs under them. Now, I know overs didn't cash in an alarming clip, uh, but when you watch these contests, seeing totals in the high 230s and teams routinely get to a buck 20, let's see if they can all flip the switch and crank up that intensity. Uh, of course, the first game we'll see out of the shoot tomorrow between Utah and Denver. We've already seen that number go from the Nuggets, a two-point favorite at Fox Bet out to four and a half. Mike Connolly, of course, going home to be with his family. Uh, and when you look at this Denver team, still pretty banged up. No Will Barton and no Gary Harris, but there's no doubt seeing playoff basketball uh, and these guys perform at the highest level as early as 10.30 in the morning out here on the West Coast is something I only would have dreamed of and typically only get during the month of March when we talk about March Madness and conference tournaments. Go Lakers! Love it. Thanks, Todd. Have a great week, buddy. We appreciate you finding time Thanks, Todd. Always a pleasure, Jen. Stay safe out there. Yep. Go Lakers. Are you really trying to drive Bobo mad tonight? Wow. Is that what your goal is? i, I got to pull for somebody. I have nobody to pull for anymore. I thought you had turned on the Lakers whenever Rondo got hurt like two weeks ago. They were done, finished over. It was, yeah, uh, I changed Clippers. my mind again. <laughs> All right. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, Steve is saying time know. to get us Give me, give me, give me. On, I, I don't know if you changed your mind or you forgot. Which uh, oh, wow, there, there you go. You got it. That, wow. might, be it. that might be it. All right, Zager, what's going on? We got live hockey right now. We do, and we have the Rondo update from the Lakers coach Frank Vogel today. Oh. He's going to clear quarantine tomorrow. They have no idea when he's actually going to suit up for the playoffs, but he broke his thumb very early in the practices yep. in Florida, so that's been five weeks. Initially, they said six to eight weeks he would be out. He had to leave the NBA bubble to have his surgery. So he re-entered late last week. That's why he's in a four-day quarantine. Only four days because he did test negative for COVID for the seven wings. days. That's why. Prior, yeah, he wasn't a jerk. <laughs> in fact, they said he's even been watching some practices via video stream. He's like wow. really helping out and totally into it. He just can't play, apparently, for the first round, at least. But even the coach said no specific timetable on Rondo. And Brad Turner, LA Times longtime NBA writer, says his sources say if the Lakers advance past the first round of the playoffs, they do plan to wear the Black Mamba jersey yes. in honor of Kobe Bryant in the following rounds. Uh, the NBA playoffs do start tomorrow, and Denver over- opens the league's postseason schedule Monday against Utah with a day game, and Utah guard Mike Conley left the bubble for the birth of his child, returning to Columbus, Ohio. So Conley would likely miss the first three playoff games against Denver, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Remember, in the first round, all series have games every other day. There's no travel. 
So Denver's, for example, playing Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Right. The Clippers, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Lakers have games one and two on uh, Tuesday, Thursday nights I going up it. against Portland after the Blazers won yesterday's play-in. And, you know, Portland's won four straight, all of them close games. They've gone seven and two in the bubble so far. And the Clippers are the number two seed in the West. They'll play Dallas in the late game tomorrow with games one and two Monday and Wednesday nights. The top seed in the East, Milwaukee. Watch out for the upset there. With Milwaukee, what? Losing no, in the Dallas. opening no, round? I said well, with Dallas and yeah. the Clippers. Yeah, there I you kind go. of froze, too. Okay. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Slow we down. Had, we had joined. We had moved on to uh, Milwaukee. Joined the class here. Milwaukee wow. at number one in the East. Opens with a day game Tuesday against Orlando. The two-seed Toronto starts Monday afternoon against the Nets. Now, now that the playoff field, eight teams in each conference is set, the postseason's just going to proceed as always. Crossed fingers. Best of seven series, traditional conference uh, format, everything we're used to. Houston says guard Russell Westbrook with his quad injury is going to miss at least game one against Oklahoma City. The draft lottery will be Thursday night, by the way. The NBA draft will be held October 16th, right after the finals end. And yes, we do have hockey. The third period's underway. Vancouver tied 2-2 with St. Louis. The top seed in the East, Philadelphia, 1-0 winner before this contest, beating Montreal to go up two games to one. Philadelphia, in its first four games at the Hub City, had allowed only one goal in each of those four, and they allowed none to the Canadians tonight. Chicago stays alive, beating the top seed in the West Vegas 3-1. Overtime first-round victories for the Islanders and Dallas. NASCAR win for Chase Elliott. Marco Andretti earned the pole for next Sunday's Indy 500. The Chicago White Sox hit four consecutive home runs in the fifth inning, tying the Major League record. White Sox beat St. Louis 7-2. The Oakland A's are 16 and 6 after pounding the Giants 15 to 3. The Dodgers record 16 and 7 after beating up the Angels in Anaheim 8-3. Dodgers have won five straight. Corey Seager with a three-run homer and catcher, their best minor league catcher, Cabert Ruiz of LA, homered in his first major league at bat. Catcher Will Smith went on the injured list. Tonight the Yankees won their fifth straight beating Boston 4-2. Yankee closer Araldis Chapman will be activated tomorrow. He'd been out cuz of COVID. The Yankees play second baseman DJ LeMahieu on the injured list with a sprained thumb. He's batting over 400, but he joins the injured Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. And still, the Yankees are 15-6, and six, and the Red Sox have lost seven in a row. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So, My, oh, go can ahead. I, well, I just want to say one thing. Um, I don't know how many at-bats you need to have, but with DJ LeMayu, he could bat over 400 now if he misses enough time um, uh, and, and see if he could finish out the season batting 400. How great would that be? And I know Blackman's like at 446, so we'll see what happens there. You know, it was kind of funny because I hadn't really looked at any of the stats yet. But, yeah, DJ's at 411. Blackman's at 446 right now. Yeah, he's now, crushing it, yeah. The, the kid from San Francisco, Solano, is at 403. So I remember this was a big debate before the season started. Right, but let's right. see. We got, we got some time. We got some time before we get there. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say I've, I've, I've kind of been impressed with the home run numbers. I mean, Trout, Judge, and Tatis Jr., all nine already on this season. So, yeah, fun start for the offense, Arnie. We could have ourselves a heck of a debate in about, what, a month from now, if we're still following baseball, uh, if we're not all in on football wow. by that point. I mean, come on. I mean, that's a reality. How often do we talk about 
Major League Baseball during the football season. By the way, with the batting but, title, guys, and yes, yeah. Charlie Blackman, Colorado, has been incredible. Two hits, two walks today. If they still go by the 3.1 at bats for so it's every— it's like 180 uh, or something, That's that? right. So you could win the Look batting title with under 200 at bats this year, assuming that's still the rule, and I haven't heard otherwise. Yeah. All right. We learned up. We got smart on the show tonight. All right, uh, I want to read one quick thing here before we break. Sager's going to slide and get us caught up on uh, everything beyond just the hockey and, and the baseball numbers. But the, the show usually kind of coincides with the release of Peter King's Football Morning in America. Right. And he had a, I, I don't know, it's 10 things I think I think. It's my favorite part of his column. Honestly, it might be the only part I read because there's a lot of words in this bad boy. And his very first thing that he wrote got me thinking. He writes, I think I've heard Roger Goodell is determined to get this season played, ending in a Super Bowl whenever it's played. Like, extremely determined. Why would that surprise anyone? Is that shocking to you that the commissioner of a league who is, if I watched the first part of Hard Knocks, I've I've been in, not in charge of anything, but I've been in uh, in a loop on a lot of the protocols at different college schools. Why would anyone that's paid attention to those be surprised at a commissioner who would want to make sure that the season will end with a championship? No, I, look, but the way he phrased it, the way you read it, it said determined. Like, what are you telling me that after the regular season's done, we've got to take like a one month pause because there's been an okay. outbreak, and now you're going to play the playoffs? And he's determined to play the playoffs a month later with with a Super Bowl finishing up in March or something. That to me would say, hey, you know, you're. I know you're determined to finish this off, but we've got to finish it. You know, we've got to cancel the rest of the season if that happened. Yeah, if you get to if you get to a point where in right. say mid January you just have massive outbreaks and things are continuing to go south, then I don't care how determined you are, right. it's probably right. going to be impossible to finish this season. Let me pose this to you. Yeah, I, I I can sense you're getting more chipper and more happy about things as the show rolls on. I'm still hoping it, Arizona joins the big uh, the Big Twelve for this year, but I'm not. You know, I don't think that's happening. I but wish it would be awesome. We yeah, need well, some sure, wins. Because, yeah. Well. I don't know if that would happen for you, but at least you'd be playing football. Are you feeling more confident or less confident about a college football season as the weekend has progressed? With, with the five, with the Power Five, or just the three t- with the three conferences? With the well, with the, the teams that are committed to playing three. Yeah, power five I, schools, I, I still three don't even know. I, I, schools, I, I don't feel. Look, I don't think. The, I'll say this: the Big Ten and Pac-12 are, aren't going to change her mind. And I'm with Todd on this. I don't think the ACC, when it when it's push and shove, that they'll go forward, even though they have Notre Dame. I think somebody's going to bow out. I think that will leave two conferences, and then the other two will say, "Okay, we'll throw our hands up." So I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm I'm, I'm like at fifty fifty. Uh, because if one domino falls, it takes out the whole rest. That's what I'm worried about. That's why you got to pay attention to everything, right? Now, I, I don't think necessarily the the ACC, Big Twelve, and SEC are counting on anything from the American Athletic Conference or who is it, the Sun Belt and Conference USA that's still playing. But I mean, if you look at it, Power Five, three of the five are still playing. Group of five, three of the five are still playing. So that's six of the ten. You got half of the independents that are still playing. If uh, if UConn was still in a conference, Arnie, and hadn't decided right. to go independent because they started, well, I don't know why, because because they didn't have any money. I mean, it's still not a bad number. Six of ten conferences that I guess you consider three of the five power conferences. I just I don't know. And Lincoln Riley talked about this yesterday with students returning to campus. 
I just don't know if we're going to have things follow the way I, they need to follow, be followed to prevent major outbreaks. I don't know any other sport that we could pull this off like this, though. Even in college basketball, if you took away some of the smaller conferences, it takes away the charm from March Madness. You certainly couldn't do it in the professional sports. What are you going to say? Right. We're just going to have the National League and not the American League? Or we're going to take NFC away a division? East and not the yeah. AFC East yeah. or something like that? Can you like see that? this? Yeah. The AFC North won't be playing this year, but all the rest of the AFC is going to be going on. You can't pull this off other than college football. And like I said, even college basketball, you can't even do this. And real quick, before we break, is it going to become a ethical dilemma whenever now that false championships have been postponed by the NCAA that aren't the only sport that's really going to be played is football? I mean, are people going to start kind of batting their how dare you eye at that? Is that going to become problematic when the only sport on these campuses being played is football because they're weight on volleyball and soccer and those other sports, hockey maybe, until the spring? You know, the Pac-12 said, what, uh, December 31st? 2021, yeah. Yeah, that's destroying me because I don't know how it's really going to affect – well, I know how it's going to affect college basketball. You're taking away all the non-conference games from me, and now we're just going to have conference games? Is that is that what it's planning on doing? And yeah, it's, it's going to create a major problem. There's going to be a lot of people saying, you know, what the hell's going on? As, as you hear Clay Travis say, you're playing in the murals, right. but you're not playing um, intercollegiate sports. I, the whole thing has me scratching my head what the hell's going on. Even here in Vermont, they decided for high school that volleyball, you can't play indoors. You can only play it outdoors. Uh, for the fall season. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens when we get under 50 degrees and they're playing volleyball out there. That's Dude, I'm here for it. I will come up for that, make it play <laughs> outdoors in like 50-degree weather in volleyball. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, we'll get you caught up on the latest action on the ice, knotted up at two, starting the third period, and we count down to our AFC and NFC East preview with Arnie wow. and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. So during the break, I went back to foxsportsradio.com yep. to make sure my bracket is all set and ready to go. I feel like it is. Did I, did I do everything necessary here? Yeah, I'm submitted. So you can too. We missed out on bracketology. We missed out on our NCAA tournament bracket. So we are celebrating the start of the NBA playoffs with, yes, yes, our own bracket challenge. You can compete yep. against Arnie, even though he has an unfair advantage. I do. And if you win, you will give someone the TV, right? Absolutely. You'll win a free Westinghouse 50-inch Roku TV. <laughs> Just log on, foxsportsradio.com, fill out your NBA playoff bracket. But we got to hurry to Sager because the playoffs start at high noon tomorrow, Central Time. So no time to beat around the bush. Go get registered like Steve DeSager. What's going on, Steve? Central Time. Uh, yeah, Arnie's going to give zone. Arnie's going to give the TV to his wife so she can watch a program on Micronesia. She never actually got there <laughs> true. on the old honeymoon vacation. That's true. <laughs> That's true. By the way, about ten minutes left in regulation in the late hockey game. Still, St. Louis two-two with Vancouver. You guys have talked a lot of college football. It was while we were on last night that this CNN interview happened with the NCAA's chief medical officer Brian Hainline saying there is a narrow path to playing college sports during the pandemic. But if testing nationwide doesn't improve, he doesn't think it can be done. It would have to line up perfectly, he says, for college sports to be played this fall. He did say how colleges handle the reopening of their campuses to students will be crucial to determining when fall sports can be played. Now, athletes have been on campus for a month, two months in a lot of cases, preparing for the season, not all with practice, but on campus, getting tested Testing of athletes, he says, will need to increase when competition begins. The turnaround times of the test results is still a problem for parts of the country. He says right now, if testing stays as it is, there's no way we can go forward with sports. We're not in a place today where we could safely play sports. So I'll say two things from that. One, it's only mid-August. It's We're getting late, but it's not a deadline day tonight. And the other thing is, I don't doubt his credentials or opinions, but... He works for the NCAA. He's their medical guy. He doesn't work for a conference. NCAA does not run college football. They don't run the college football playoff. So I'm not sure if this guy has a seat at the table, so to speak. I got to tell you, they're having parties at the Hamptons. And part of the part of, to go to the I parties, yeah, you have to uh, you have to pay for a test that takes thirty minutes to see if you have COVID when you're done, and it tells you right away. These guys are so rich that everybody's take you have to take the test. You hmm. know, it's, so it's you're crazy. saying rich people can, and the rest of us can't. <laughs> that's very strange. Yeah, that's I've tra- not funny seen how that, that before. Out, yeah. uh, the Thursday sports TV ratings. This is when the regular season ended on TNT with basketball. They had Blazers Nets Thursday night. That game got 
got 1.52 million viewers. The baseball got wow. 1.59 million on Fox for Cubs Brewers, which is actually a low baseball number for primetime. But for NBA, that was actually up 15% from their regular season finale of a year ago. The HBO Hard Knocks with the two L.A. teams premiered this past week. And I think Arnie's right. It's not just that people might be less interested in these two franchises as subjects, but you're just not hearing about the NFL like you normally would, especially with, let's face it, zero preseason games to see and talk about. And you really don't have the storylines to follow at camp this year the way it happened in other years. So the hard knocks averaged Tuesday night under 275,000 viewers, which is down 60% from the last two years. More people watch me and pick up basketball. Jeez. (laughs) Crazy. I don't know about that. Uh, I'm not sure about that, but it was bad. Update on kneeling in Major League Soccer. Dallas players remained in the locker room for the National Anthem before tonight's game because before Wednesday's contest, some fans booed when the Dallas players knelt during the anthem. MLS regular season resumed Wednesday. They're back in the home cities after after the month-long tournament in Orlando ended, you see each MLS team had already played two games by mid-March when the season was suspended due to the pandemic, and they're trying to continue and finish their year like baseball is playing outdoors and finishing without a hub city, without a bubble like the NBA. Again, the NBA playoffs start tomorrow. The hockey playoffs have the two hub cities. All of the Eastern Conference games are in Toronto. All of the Western Conference games are in Edmonton. Although the teams, Toronto and Edmonton, were each eliminated in the best of five. Not that they would have their home crowds there or anything, but interesting that they're each out early. It was the league and the players' union in hockey that ratified the plan for this postseason, at the same time getting a four-year extension of their collective bargaining agreement through 2026. So as far as the playoffs, if all goes as planned, the Stanley Cup final... This is hockey. This is a winter sport. The Stanley Cup final would begin in late September in Edmonton with the next season scheduled to open in December. But part of the union agreement, it allows NHL players back into the Winter Olympic tournaments the next two. Ah, We'll see. Morgan next hour on Fox. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. 
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. All right, let's do it. Final hour. Yes. Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Have we cheered you up at all tonight, Arnie, with your disdain over uh, no Pac-12 football? Oh, the, only way I'll, uh, the only way I'll feel better is if the Pac-12 says, we've made a mistake. We're ready to play football. Could you imagine what the headline's going to be if the Pac-12 says, we made a mistake, we're going to play football, and that just leaves the Big Ten just standing there going, um, what about us? What are we that going to do That would be the most incredible <laughs> 180 ever if, if, the, uh, if the nerds in the Pac-12 oh. turn it around. Because that's what this is about, people that are much smarter than us, right? The nerds making sure that they're keeping everyone safe. But I don't think we're going to see any 180s. In fact, I'm more concerned about the season tonight than I usually am. But with that said, we still have three conferences, three powerful conferences, three group of five conferences, and half the independents trying to march towards the season. So fingers, I, fingers crossed. Well, you know, what's so funny is I'm, I'm looking at Twitter and, you know, stories coming in all the time. And I think this was from the New York Post um, that says this came in like about uh, 60 seconds ago. Students at the University of North Georgia decided the best way to start the first semester uh, of the coronavirus pandemic is to have a rager where it was just absolutely out of hand. You you should yeah. see the pictures. I, the, yeah. My goodness, what a party that was. There's no social distancing at this party. I promise you that, Chris. I, I will have to say, I had to laugh. Have you seen the one from Oklahoma State? It shows. No, no. I mean, there's one from Oklahoma State from last night. At I their saw the one in San Diego, yeah, the beach in yeah. San Diego. But The funniest thing is the guy who was DJing, the one in Still, Stillwater, the town that Oklahoma State's in, is like one of our more art and diehard listeners who's always listening to us whenever he gets done with his gigs on Sunday nights. So <laughs> I, way to keep him rocking, Mikey B, but I don't know. Maybe don't be that good at your job. Oh, we're How not many people were there? Football. I'll send it to you during the break. Oh, okay, okay. I can't believe you haven't seen it yet. It, and, well, I mean, obviously I'm in Oklahoma, so it's making its rounds like crazy, but it looked like an awesome party. It just, it's unfortunate <laughs> we're in the middle of a, of a pandemic. But even in the midst of a pandemic, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Arnie, we are only four shows away now from game week in the National Football League. Now, be- before we get going, we're you say going- that, but I'm still not sure. I don't know. See, that's why. what I'm starting with. There, there you go. It's almost like you read <laughs> not my mind. Sure, why? Yeah. Before we get to previewing the Eastern divisions first, NFC East, and then then the AFC East, I have to ask: Where is your confidence meter right now for an NFL season? Because mine's high, based on watching Hard Knocks. I was the guy that watched Hard Knocks. That was me. Uh, if you saw the ratings, I was. You're the, guy the that one. Watched it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I feel confident in their protocols and their pros. 
but you don't seem like you're too terribly confident we're going to be starting in that second week in September. I, I'm confident, but you know, every time you give me a date, I always have to go ahead and like look it up. You said, well, we're yeah. four weeks from the start, and I'm like, well, that's not right. Wait a minute. There's no preseason. There's no practice going on. I'm going to be four weeks away. So, you know, when you tell me we're four weeks away, are you 100% confident? No, I'm not 100% confident. Matter of fact, I'm not even uh, 50% confident that tomorrow they'll say we'll have a season. Who knows what tomorrow's going to bring with this damn virus? So, no, I'm, I'm not 100%. But I, I am, you know, I feel good that, the, you know, barring any catastrophe um, or, you know, something that really hits us hard, I, I think we're going to be okay in the NFL I really do so can we uh, talk about the NFC East first then are you ready yeah, you ready? I, usually, yeah, usually we don't talk about stuff on the field anymore. We just complain <laughs> how we're, we're not going to have sports, but I'm, right. I'm ready to do it. First time in is like five months we're talking about stuff on the field. Well, uh, okay, so you have the tweet of the party in Stillwater, so you can check that out. While we roll through Probably, arguably, the most overhyped division. I think Bobo would agree as a diehard Cowboys fan over the last couple of years. It was the only division without a 10-win team in 2019 um, and had two teams picking in the top five, and if you want to get even more specific, in the top four in the NFL draft. But, Arnie, let's start with the defending champion, Philadelphia Eagles. We'll just go down each team, give you a quick nugget, uh, we'll get a, go over win totals in our next segment. But I, I kind of dig what the Eagles did at receiver with Rager. I know he wasn't whom everyone had penciled in in the draft. They had Justin Jefferson going to them in the draft. Uh, I, I think the, the thing with the Eagles is just, hey, is is Carson Wentz going to stay healthy? Isn't that what this comes down to the, with them more than anything else? Look, they, look. first of all, I thought the division last year was just so subpar. So, you know, obviously they're going to look a little bit better. It's going to be a hell of a lot better division. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. And you're right about Carson Wentz. I'm not sold on him as a upper elite quarterback, and he's the guy that will continue to take Philadelphia to Super Bowls and deep into the playoffs. Um, I got a lot of questions about him. Look, they've got weapons, and again, the division going to be much better, but I don't think they're going to win it this year, so I'm, I'm going with Philadelphia as like a second place team. Now, with that in mind, uh, Arnie is very high on his beloved Dallas oh. Cowboys, oh. which I know it has to pain you a little bit and scare the you-know-what out of diehard Dallas Cowboy fan Aaron Bobo Arnell, who is our uh, DJ. He's on the wheels of steel. He's the master of the show. With that in mind, Arnie, there's a lot to like about this Dallas Cowboy oh. team. Specifically, some of the moves we've, they, we've listened to me, they've made defensively, right? I mean, if Alden Smith can make the team and stay out of trouble, you've got Demarcus Lawrence back on defense. Your interior guys are two pro bowlers, and I know that they're, they're getting up there in years, but Gerald McCoy, Don Perry Poe, they have Tristan Hill, they've got Neville Gallimore, and oh, by the way, they just signed Everson Griffin. I know most of the talk... This offseason has been about Dak. Is he the future quarterback? They paid Amari Cooper. But this defense looks pretty salty heading into 2020 for the Cowboys. And all you have to do is be an average defense. Let me tell you why the real reason Dak is not signed with the Dallas Cowboys. Because his agent told him, look, with this coronavirus going on, there's going to be mispractices. The defenses are going to be way behind the offenses. You're going to put up numbers like Alabama puts up when they play some Division II school. And you're going to have like 500 yards passing with like five touchdowns. And matter of fact, Dak's going to 
put up numbers like you're not going to believe. The receiving core is just absolutely tremendous. Did you see the stories about C.D. Lamb, about they're going to put him in like every slot imaginable? He can um, play it all. Uh, they've, they've just got so many weapons. And by the way, am I the only person that believes that Ezekiel Elliott has something to prove? Because I just don't like the way the whole thing came down last year. Very disappointing last year. This year they'll make up for it. I love the Cowboys. I was one year too early on them. Bubba, does it bother you to hear Arnie saying such nice things about the Cowboys? <laughs> I to mean, be it's got to be concerning. Whenever I hear him say anything with my and the word <laughs> sounds like Cowboys, I just completely tune him out. So I didn't uh, hear man. anything he just said. Nothing. <laughs> they do, offensively, they do need to figure out who's going to replace Travis Frederick at center when they he do. retired. But for the most part, that's uh, that's going to be a fun team to watch. And my I'm gosh, excited. It's, it's, you should be. Arnie, we sat here and talked about all the – well, I, I laid out the defensive additions this year. We talked about the need for a center. You brought up Dak and why, hey, let's wait and see if the offenses are truly ahead of the defenses to start this season and the numbers will blow up. Right. They got a new head coach and Mike McCarthy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been one of the least talked about storylines, I'm sure, unless you're in Dallas and you live in Dallas every single day and you're listening to us on the ticket. But I just – it's wild to me that we spend so much time debating, is Dak the future? What about Zeke? CeeDee Lamb be moved around. We don't stop and think, holy smokes, this is the second chance for Mike McCarthy. And if you haven't looked yet, he did a damn good job at Green Bay whenever he was their head coach. So, oh, I have a lot of confidence like him a lot. in him. Yeah. First of all, I, look, I love Jason Garrett, but uh, you know, how many more years of 8-8 eight and eight are we going to go ahead and go through before you say it was time to go ahead and move on? What, how many years did he have there? Like 10 or something like that? It, it, was, it was time to say goodbye, and they needed some fresh blood in there. Though I was concerned that he didn't get a hold of Dak. Um, McCarthy didn't get a hold of Dak for a while when he first took over the job. I'm sure that's going to be okay. Love the Cowboys because uh, if the defenses are going to be behind, the Cowboys' offense certainly is veteran-laden. They know what to do, so I think they'll put up big points this year. Before we talk about your Giants and, and Washington football team, why are you so hell-bent on the offenses being so far ahead of the defenses? What leads you to believe that? Well, I think defenses need a lot more practice and to just really hit out there, make the tackles, work Don't on the Don't you think their... offenses need more timing? Uh, you know, I think in an offense, precision? you could, you get down in one practice, you're good to go, my friend. Let's go. You know, you don't even really have to be that. You know, it's not like wait, you're running wait, 30 hold on, hold yards. Wait, hold on, hold on, You think you need one practice to get timing down you, for but a let quarterback me, let me explain something, Chris, it's Please not like explain. the old days. I mean, nowadays, you could just dump it off and somebody's taking it to the to the distance. Somebody could take it 80 yards on a little slant pattern. You know what I mean? It, it's not like all the plays or timing patterns. You could easily score long plays without, um, you know, w- without the big timing patterns or anything like that. Just well, get it to the receiver or the running back and they take off, well, especially if they break a tackle. Anyway, okay, so what about the Giants? And do we even have a conversation with the Daniel Jones-led New York Giants? Or do we throw any Washington conversations? I am intrigued with Chase Young and what he's going to do in Washington. I think they might be okay defensively this year, but I have, they're going to struggle, right? I will, just on the Giants, first, I have zero confidence in Daniel Jones. Um, absolutely zero. It just pains me because I love Saquon Barkley. I wish they still had more weapons around Daniel Jones, but he is just not the quarterback that everybody thinks he's going to be. He's good, the reason why I got the Giants in last place in that division, even worse than Washington. They're not going to be able to go ahead and get done, uh, at least to not put enough points offensively up there. And defensively, man, uh, they were horrible last year. 
So, you know, what's what's going to be the case this year? I have no confidence in him whatsoever. And as I said, Daniel Jones is probably the worst quarter, one of the worst quarterbacks um, in the NFL. So I, I just don't like it at all. Uh, and then Washington, I mean, what a great story that we have in Alex Smith and how he's been able to come back. I, I'm scared as all get out to think about the first time he takes a hit. Um, but again, a, a cool story, but I mean, this is, this is still Dwayne Haskins team, right? I don't know who's going to run. Is Adrian Peterson going to be their go-to running back again? And he's what, 34 years old now. I mean, it's incredible that, that he's still doing this at his age, but I mean, what? it's going to be a big-time rebuild for Ron Rivera. Do they have their quarterback in Haskins, or is it Alex Smith? I, well, I, I think it's going to at least you have to go with Haskins, though I am intrigued what's going to happen to Alex Smith. By the way, if you're, uh, I saw the video today of Alex Smith's family celebrating and very excited, and, and well, they should be. 17 surgeries, look like he would lose his leg maybe, maybe even off his life. That's how dangerous it was. And so all the credit in the world for what this guy's had to gut through and fight his way back. Now to the other end. If you're part of his family or his friends or inner circle, don't you have to put your hand around them and say, hey, Alex, you fought back this way. You're not going to walk the rest of your life with a limp. You could play with your kids. You've made how much money? Over $100 million? Maybe it's time to retire. Maybe it's time that you don't fight your way back on the football field so you can get hit again and we have to drag you off. Maybe it's not such a good idea for you to come back after 17 surgeries and now that you're healthy now and walk away with the, from the game when you could. You know what I'm saying? You know, I think that in my world, I would be more than happy to do that whenever you consider that it, you just hit the number. Contract-wise, the dude's net worth is, oh, gosh, I don't even want to try to fathom it. With it's got to be over 100 mil, made. yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. But it's it's the leg still looks weak. He wears a compression sock. Yeah, I saw that, scary. yeah. Yeah, so I'm with you. But it will be fun at least to see him get an opportunity to trot back on the field. All right, we'll get the AFC East when we come back. But real quick, let's go ahead and do this a little bit out of order. Here's the win totals. Arnie, go over or under. Dallas Cowboys, nine and a half. Oh, I, I got to go over, over, over on that. Oh, my goodness. I love the over. Philadelphia Eagles. I feel sick. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, nine and a half. Yeah, I'm going to go under on that nine and seven at best. I don't see 10 wins in them. So especially with the division a little bit better, I'm going to go with the under on that one. New York Giants, six and a half. Under, under, under. They're a four-win team, maybe three and 13. And finally, with the second worst win total, according to the Action Network, the Washington NFL team at five and a half. Um, that's a tough one. I'm, I guess I'm going to go over because I, I think they'll be right there at five or six. I'm not crazy about it, but they've got the number right. Five and a half is about right there. All right. We talked about the NFC East. There's Arnie's pick with the Cowboys winning the division, or at least maybe even beyond the division, the way oh, you're yeah. talking about them right now. Let's talk about the AFC East. Have we seen the end of a dynasty, and is it the rebirth of a new era in the AFC East? We'll preview it next as we look forward to the NFL season four shows away from game week. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Looked at the NFC East coming up here in a moment. A new era. Maybe? In the AFC East, well, we yep. know for sure on one sense. We'll get to that coming up in a bit. First, Arnie and Plank, brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. Works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backache, strains, sprains, or even arthritis. There is no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. Kind of surprised how high you are on the Cowboys, Arnie. Oh, I love them. Typically a little bit anti-Dallas Cowboys. I know that. It's been a while since I... Well, I thought last year they were going to make a little bit of a run also. Didn't have them going as far as I have them going this year. But, yeah, I like them this year a lot. They're a fun team right now. At least their roster is uh, as impressive as old Jerry Jones has put together. Now, with that in mind, let's shift to the AFC East. And Arnie, in the Vermont area, I guess you could kind of say near Boston diehard sports fans... What's the temperature like around Bill Belichick 2.0 without Tom Brady? A whole new era in New England and in the AFC East. It's wild, isn't it? Uh, all of a sudden, Bill's just bit off too much uh, that he could chew, my friend. All of a sudden, you're not going to be the genius coach when you don't have Tom Brady around uh, to help you out and bail you out, and that's exactly what's going on. I have no confidence that Cam Newton's going to go ahead and lead this team to a 500 record, uh, either as Stidham or uh, Hoyer or anybody else you're going to go and throw out there. I thought Sony Michelle was going to be a stud, and when he's not hurt, he's had some good games, but he's out. So now there's a problem. They did pick up Lamar Miller, which I thought was a great pickup at running back because they're pretty much suffering at that position. I have no confidence at their wide receivers. 
Yeah, you got Mohamed Sanu, but he didn't look that good last year, even though he was hurt. Nikhil Harry has been non-existent as a rookie a couple of years ago. Um, I, I figure he was going to go ahead and pick it up. Otherwise, they've got absolutely nobody defensively. They weren't even as good as they we thought they were last year. They look good because they got off to the 8-0 start because they were playing patsies. Then we found out when they went 3-5 and five down the stretch what they're really like defensively. This is going to be an ugly year. I would give you five wins, but for the fact is you'll probably blow a game somewhere along the line. I get you 4-12, and 12, and Belichick isn't going to like this year. That's for sure. So I'm, uh, I'm guessing that you're taking the under 9 with the win total? Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Matt, I, I'd, I'd go ahead and put every dime I had in my pocket under nine. You said nine? Nine. Nine. Gosh, do you want to bet your kid's college fund on that? Because, you you know, even if you lose, all your kids don't have to go to college. We can, you know, one kid can go to junior college, right? Can marry up, right? I mean, yeah, my, yeah. Be, I think my son's going to go maybe potentially in the military. So There you go. Don't need money for that. There you go. Let's bet it on Arnie, the under. Arnie, are you underselling Cam a little bit? Why would I be underselling Cam? Healthy. He's had a year uh, to kind of rest. Has a chip on his shoulder. Hasn't worked out with anybody anybody on the team. He has to deal with Belichick. Um, he's not going to have any practices or preseason. Well, no preseason. He'll have a well, few practices. You just practices. told me that doesn't matter. You only need to throw a few times. There's no timing routes. You just dump it to a running back in the flat. Well, he is, he is a new quarterback. It is going to hurt people like him and the rookies like Tua and uh, Burroughs. It is going now to take them a little bit longer. I agree. I just – I don't know why – I just have this sneaky feeling that they're going to be better than people expect. No, no. They're going to be better than they expect. You're going to be sitting here. You're going to be saying, I'll bet my job every week. Bet my job on it. And then they're going to get then they're going to get uh, beat a couple games early and going to feel confident. And all of a sudden they're going to get their rhythm. If they win more than nine, I'll do updates for DeSager. And give well, him the think, night off. I don't think we really want that. But wow. I mean, you, you, you I don't can think find any something. of us want that. Yeah, wow. I, I think you can find something else. But anyway, there you go. Arnie's down on, on New England, which means do we put Buffalo, who finished 10 and 6 last year, added Stephon Diggs in the offseason? Oh, you think still that wonder, helped a little bit? Still wonder if Devin Singletary can be a, I don't even know if there's an every down back in the NFL anymore. And really, we're talking about a top three caliber defense in the National Football League. But. Do they have a top five, top ten caliber offense? Can Josh Allen, uh, Josh Allen, step up big time this year for him? You know, a lot of people are still, um, you know, not sold on Josh Allen. I think I'm a little bit more sold on him than than other people out there. Um, I'm a little worried about the running back situation. I like Singletary, but uh, you know, I, I think they need a little bit more punch there. Picking up Diggs was phenomenal. So I wonder how much that's going to help the growth for Josh Allen. As for the defense. My goodness, with that horrible AFC East, their defense is going to look like the best defense uh, since sliced bread. They're going to look fantastic, and they don't even have to be all that great to dominate in a horrible, horrible division. So um, Buffalo, I think, actually already clinched the division. We haven't even played even preseason, and they've clinched the division. I I could see them going like 12 wins, maybe even 13-3 and when it's all said and done, though the tough schedule is the one thing that's going to go and hold them back. All right, so we got two other teams, the New York Jets, who have a completely rebuilt offensive line. I mean, completely rebuilt offensive line. Don't know if it's better, but it's rebuilt, 
and they traded away their best defensive player in, I don't know if anyone in that draft class from 2018 is in like a prove-it year. Maybe maybe Baker because he just puts himself out there so much. We'll talk about the Browns next week. But a pretty big year for the number three overall pick in the 2018 draft in Sam Darnold because I don't really know what they have offensively behind besides Le'Veon Bell to help him out. Is that does that even count? I mean, Le'Veon Bell, boy, he's <laughs> worth all that money, isn't he? Thank goodness they gave him all that money for what he's been able to do to turn around that team. Sam Darnold, oh my goodness, was I wrong on him? I thought he was going to be like the Patrick Mahomes or what Mahomes has done. You want to talk about a guy that needs a monster year and playing in that garbage division. He should be able to put up numbers, especially if I think that the offenses are going to be ahead of the defenses. Does he have enough weapons? Uh, Le'Veon Bell is more than just serviceable. So sure. he'll have somebody there worried about the wide receiver core. Defensively, they're not as bad as we think they are, but they're certainly going to be a third-place team because um, the, Pats, the, Pat- the Patriots are the worst team in the division. Wait, wait, wait. So as we get – and by the way, speaking of the receivers here, Here's what the Jets have at the receiver position. Their second-round pick, Denzel Mims. And then you've got Jamison Crowder, who they picked up from uh, Washington. Right. And Brashard Perriman. Perriman. Yeah. That's that's their receivers. And Chris uh, they need Burden more. They need more. Tight end. Ryan Griffin at tight end as well, too. Which means, Arnie, based on my math here, you've got the Patriots in last. You've got the Jets in third. Which means that I think for like the 80th year in a row, you've got the the Patriots either in first, or excuse me, the Dolphins in either first or second place. Yeah, I, and don't be surprised if they actually win that division. You know that, don't you? Yeah, I'll I be can't. very surprised if they win that division, to be honest with you. Why, why would you be very surprised? You've never Everyone seen Tua. Everyone listening would be, yes, I saw Tua, and you said the same things about Sam Darnold, and they don't have an offensive line. And I know you don't pay attention you to the You have the nerve to get, wait, did you, just, offensive line. did you just compare Sam Darnold, to, Tua to Sam Darnold? Is that what you just did? I don't even know if Tua's going to start for Okay, you're season. fired. I'm sorry I have to Artie, do this on the air in front of Sam all our listeners. You said Sam Darnold, you just admitted to I'm it. sorry. You were saying even better things about Darnold coming out of school than you have Tua, and if anyone else other than Miami would have drafted Tua, you'd be crushing them because he hadn't been able to stay healthy. That's true, but it was Miami that got him, so now I could say good yeah. things about him. Let's be honest. I mean, I think Tua's a, a once-in-a-generational-type quarterback it's like Trevor Lawrence is going to be. I have such high It's like Sam expect- Darnold was going to be. Okay, I got that one. You're going to keep rubbing that in my face for crying out loud? Well, Don't make me lot. bring up the Raiders and what you keep saying about Carr. You thought he was going to take it to the Super Bowl. Hey, we're talking about the Dolphins. That's a here. fireable offense for saying something like we're that. T- uh, at least he has had a winning record in his career. Give me three years. If Tua isn't the quarterback I said he is, then you can go to the boss and tell him to fire me. I, I don't need I'll make three it five years. years. He's going to be a very good quarterback. <laughs> I just... You pushing them up to second place or winning the division. I wanted them, though. I was going to put them to win the division, but I said, whoa, whoa, pump the brakes there. Let's just give it to Buffalo. You know, I put in a lot of work in these previews. I read up. I dig yeah. into things. And I don't. Then, then you basically just put a team that finished with, what, five wins last year as a winning the division based on – the guy they drafted in the first round. Yeah, but those are great five wins. Everybody thought they were going to go 0-16 and they're the worst team in NFL history. And they traded away Minka Fitzpatrick. Right. And they went out and used one of those first-round picks on, uh, who was it, Noah Igbenahid or Nickelback they're going to have this year. 
So that, that's a pretty nice me, things in the draft. Let me tell you something. I'm so confident that if I if I own the Dolphins, I would have ripped number thirteen off the off the wall and give it to Tua. So with that in mind, uh, before we get to Sager in here, one final bet. By the way, this is also the same man who wanted to give Ryan Fitzpatrick a lifetime contract after three weeks with the Bucks. Over, under, well, he did number prove for, himself. The, for yes. the Patriots is nine. Are you taking the under on that, obviously? So far under. I, I, just, I wish I could just sell all my cars and my home and, and go out to Vegas and bet the under on that. Bills over and under is nine as well. Yeah, you got to take the over. They're winning the division. I think ten wins has to uh, is what is what's going to take to win the division. So it's going to be close, but I'm going to take the over there. Tough, uh, tough schedule. The Jets over under is seven. Oh, get out of here! How did I get so lucky? I'll parlay that to the under with the Patriots. Love the under seven. I, Jets be lucky to win. Uh, you know, four or five games. And according to the most recent over-unders from the Action Network, the Dolphins are at six and a half. No! Get out of here! You're lying to me. Stop it. What is it? Is that easy money for you then, six and a half? I would imagine. Give me, get the kids' college fun. We're going over. We'll hit Twitter coming up next. But for one final time tonight, Steve DeSager comes sauntering into the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. What's going on, Steve? We still have action. We, we do. We still have action. Overtime playoff hockey. Yes. It's still St. Louis 2-2 with Vancouver. 14 minutes left in the first overtime period. A lot to go over on the sports schedule. You know, there's so much going on at the same time today. NBA playoffs start tomorrow. Utah won't have guard Mike Conley this week. He returned to Columbus, Ohio for the birth of his child. Denver opens the league's postseason against the Jazz tomorrow, a day game. We have the Indy 500 next Sunday. Marco Andretti earned the poll for that today. There was the NASCAR race on the Daytona road course today. Chase Elliott, the winner. He also won on two road courses last year. Denny Hamlin finished second. There was about a 30-minute delay after lightning in the area, but very warm in Florida. Not a shock. Next weekend, two cup races at Dover. By the way, on the schedule, the SEC football announcement of their schedule is 7 p.m. tomorrow night. And about 7.03, all the schools will start complaining about the schedule. for. They already did complain about the schedule already. <laughs> they, they jumped did. the gun. 7.03 no, is the time I'm aware. They were complaining on a conference call like a couple days That's ago. That's right, but it's not officially released until oh, tomorrow yeah, night. Whatever okay. they decide is tomorrow night. And we've got playoff, forget playoff hockey, we got playoff golf starting in a few days. Today's tournament winner was Jim Herman. Now he's qualified for the playoffs. He moved up to number 54 in the standings, but three weekends of playoff golf starting this Thursday in Boston, then to the Chicago area for the BMW Championship, then the Tour Championship in Atlanta, and New York, which has done better against the virus the past month, will have U.S. Open tennis and then the U.S. Open golf in New York coming up soon. The tennis will start as scheduled August 31st, a U.S. Open with Serena Williams playing. She got in a couple matches at a tune-up event in Kentucky this past week. But Serena turns 39 in September. She needs one more Grand Slam title to tie the all-time record of 24. What we don't know is which of the great world players are going to actually show up for this major. Mm. Simona Halep is ranked number two in the world. She won the clay court tournament in Prague today. She'll announce tomorrow whether she'll play the U.S. Open. Already number one ranked, Ash Barty of Australia said she won't be playing this major, concerned about traveling to New York. The men's tennis tour hasn't even restarted yet. Both tours were suspended in March. The women have played some. The men don't restart until next weekend in New York with a tune-up tourney there for the U.S. Open. We will have a French Open this year. It's just not going to start until late September. No Wimbledon this year. It was already canceled for the first time since World War II. 
As for the baseball tonight, the Yankees won their fifth straight. They don't have the injured Aaron Judge or Giancarlo Stanton or DJ LeMahieu so? now. He goes on the injured list with a sprained thumb, batting 4-11. But they got to play the Red Sox all weekend, and the Yankees beat him 4-2 tonight. Zach Britton, the save, his eighth. And now closer Araldis Chapman will be activated tomorrow. The Boston Red Sox are 6-16 six this year. They've now lost seven games in a row. And head-to-head, the Yankees have beaten them nine straight times huh. and 14 of the last 15 matchups. Meanwhile, Oakland scored nine runs in the fifth today, 15-3 the final at San Francisco. Steven Piscotti, a homer and five RBIs. The Oakland A's, who've won four in a row, are 16-6. and six. The Dodgers have won five straight. They're 16-7 and seven this year, still two games over the Rockies in the NL West. The Dodgers, you know, they're leading the major leagues in runs scored. They're number one in homers and RBIs so far, and they're number one in Team ERA. And they beat the Angels 8-3 in Anaheim. The losing pitcher for the Halos, Julio Tehran, is 0-2 with his new team, ERA over 12. He's faced the Dodgers a lot before when he was with the Atlanta Braves. Tehran now 0-7 in his career (laughs) against L.A. He was down 7-1 in the fourth inning. The Colorado win, they were up 10-3 in the fifth, 10-6 the final against Texas. And yes, Charlie Blackman is batting 446 this season. He had two hits, two walks today. Meanwhile, Manny Machado with the Padres is batting 212. Padres have had an awful week. They lost their fifth in a row, giving up a three-run homer bottom of the eighth at Arizona. 5-4 Diamondbacks. The home run by Eduardo Escobar, a guy who hit 35 homers for the Diamondbacks last year. But this year, he was only batting 167 until the three hits today. He had three. The Padres' offense went four for 30 as a team. Manny Machado part of that. Tampa Bay two wins over Toronto in Buffalo today. One was the completion of last night's game, suspended by rain. The other was in extra innings, but Blue Jay shortstop Bo Bichette, this is the big news, is on the injured list with a sprained knee. He's batting 356, but reportedly Bichette could miss two to four weeks. Washington won 6-5 at Baltimore. An early MVP candidate, Juan Soto of the Nationals, had two hits, two walks. He's batting over 400 in the week and a half since he's returned from a positive test for COVID-19. Must mention the name of Chris Davis of the Orioles. He's making $23 million per year. Struck out as a pinch hitter. He's batting 133. That's shocking. Last season, he batted 179. Yeah. The season before, he batted 168. Ouch. How are the Mets doing? Speaking of that. No, no, that wasn't called for. (laughs) The Mets have lost three in a row. They added Rick Porcello, and his ERA is close to six. He lost today. Philadelphia 6-2, and an ex-Met beat them. Zach Wheeler, starting a big five-year contract, got the win. He's 3-0. Bryce Harper, two two more hits. Bryce Harper's batting 364 for the Phillies. Wins for Minnesota and Cleveland. You know, Cleveland's beaten the Tigers 20 straight times now over the last year and a half. The Major League record is 23 straight. Houston got a win. Milwaukee as well. And the White Sox beat St. Louis 7-2. The White Sox hit four straight home runs in the fifth inning, tying the Major League record. The Cardinals do have ten more doubleheaders scheduled, by the way, two of them this week against the Cubs. The Reds, as far as scheduling, had home games today and last night postponed against Pittsburgh after a Cincinnati player tested positive for COVID-19. Reds due to fly to Kansas City Tuesday morning. Started two-game series in Kansas City that night. Hockey update, 11 minutes to go in overtime. Still 2-2, St. Louis and Vancouver. I've been oohing and on on a few shots the Blues have had Yeah, so I was far. watching not too, good. yeah. Oh, not good. Thanks, Steve. Have a great week, mm-hmm. buddy, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So, uh, 
MGM John brings up a great point. He says, if the Dolphins win the division in Super Bowl, Fox Sports Radio should give the kiss of death a weekday show for his outrageous takes. I have to agree on that. So let, agree on that. let me make a point. I think the Raiders are going to be better this year because of the addition of a guy like Henry Ruggs to stretch the defense. They invested in their, in their defense, and Corey Littleton is coming in to play linebacker. Nick Kwiatkowski, they've, they've drafted another cornerback in Arnett that's pretty good, and their offensive line is stable, and it's the third year for Derek Carr in John Gruden's system. I think they're going to be better because of that. That's my sales pitch on the Raiders. <laughs> Why in the world do you think the Dolphins are going to be better? Why would you have them winning the division based on that roster? Well, for, first of all, that division is the worst in football. I don't know if you realize that. Second of all, tell me you were not impressed with what even the five wins, and you're like, it was five wins. They were on pace to be like one of the worst teams in the history of football. We really did think they were going to go 0-16. I really do believe, first of all, I think they're a much better team Um offensively than they were last year with Tua taking over if he does not that I'm anti Ryan Fitzpatrick but you know I love Tua and the whole year it was all about tank for Tua and let him be the quarterback boy was I wrong about Josh Rosen I I wish I could say you were wrong about Josh Rosen but I feel like a dope I should be fired I was right about him yeah I should be fired for that you gotta give me credit for (laughs) um and it is a hard schedule and they're a pretty good defensive team. When I mean pretty good, I, I don't mean that they're in the bottom half of, of defenses. So just all that together, yeah, they're going to have some struggles. I'm not saying they're you know going to go ahead and make a run at a Super Bowl, but they're a lot better than people give them credit for. You mentioned the schedule. That is very challenging. Uh, they open up against New England, home for Buffalo, eh, road trip to Jacksonville. Well, that's 3-0 and right there. But then you go back to back with Seattle and San Francisco. Yeah, let's hope those games get canceled. <laughs> Three and zero though. You're, you're having them going yeah. to. Oh no, that's in Miami. So they go to New England and to Jacksonville, and then they get Buffalo at home. So, yeah, not bad. Three of their first five games are on the road. Though uh, actually, it's more than that. It's four of their first six. Yeah, that won't hurt too. I will now. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Tua's going to be playing much early. That's just my wild guess. I don't. You think know, the over-under on his that. starts this year were 10 and a half then. Take the under, baby. Bang the under on Tua's starts. Wow. Based, I would. I yeah. mean, why, why would you risk throwing him in there with no training camp, no exhibition games, nothing? You're, gonna throw You're him making me think that's the way to go. It may not check. be. Yeah, yeah. If, hey, you know what? If you firmly believe that they can hit that over six and a half, you ride Chan Gailey and – and your boy Ryan Fitzpatrick. Why not? Give him a shot. And you got, heck, Tua might end up being the third quarterback until he gets 100% when he gets there. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's what you all came for yes. tonight. It's Arnie's picks and some tweets no to one take came us for home before <laughs> Big Ben takes over right here on Fox Sports Radio. Great job tonight on the wheels of Steel Bobo. Awesome, awesome stuff. Good job, Lita Lap, hooking us up with our guest and always being there for, I guess you could say, emotional support when I get angry. <laughs> he says, don't worry, Arnie's not that mean in real life. Wow. Uh, Steve DeSager on updates. Great job all night long. And both Arnie and I have signed up. We want you to sign up, too. It's yeah. going to be a blast. It's, it's, I don't think we've ever done this before. First ever NBA playoffs bracket. We missed out on the bracket for the NCAA tournament. Let's do it now. Do it live. You're running out of time. Go to foxsportsradio.com 
and fill out the bracket for the NBA playoffs. Winner gets a free Westinghouse 50-inch Roku TV. So check out foxsportsradio.com. Fill out your bracket. You're running out of time. We're like 11 hours away from the start of the NBA playoffs. So do it. Do it. Who'd you have in your championship again? Who do you have in the NBA finals? Uh, It's going to be the Lakers and the Boston Celtics. I've got Lakers and Raptors. So uh, I'm hoping to counter your curse. I'm I'm, I'm hoping to counter. I feel good, though. Your, your bad mojo. Two quick tweets, then Arnie's picks. Yeah. This is from Brandon, who writes, better odds, uh, better odds, Arnie. Tampa Bay wins more games than the Pats. Pats win more than Tampa, both in playoffs, or both miss the playoffs. I oh, think please, it's t- stop Tampa it. winning more games, right? Yeah, Tampa's going to – Tampa, way more games. That's not even close. Give me something hard. I. Well, it's not I even – don't make me division. even think. That's a tough division. So Are they what? Sleeping the, the, so what? You build up – Every team in the AFC because you say the AFC East stinks. So you tell me now the division doesn't matter. It's a tough division, man. Atlanta's better. Saints are Super Bowl caliber. Carolina's going to be garbage. Well, well, and they went out and they got Teddy Blues win. Joe Brady's new offense. You might split with them. I I don't know. I'm not as high on Tampa as you are. By the way, I wanted to pick Vancouver as part of my picks, but the Blues just won. So forget about it. Blues win it. Blues win it in overtime just as I turned my head. Maybe me watching was bad luck. And then one more here from Julian who writes, love the show. Arnie, can you touch up on Aaron Rodgers before you go off the air? Thank you. Uh, he's making the – he made the rounds on the Kyle Brandt podcast, but I think he's – I don't think he's going to be at least outwardly upset about this unless you're talking about his ex-girlfriend that kind of took a few <laughs> shots at him. But, I mean, I think he's he's going to grind away, right? We don't. Oh, yeah, I think he's going to have a great year. I'm probably going to pick Green Bay to win the division. Plus, I really believe this is going to be his last year in Green Bay some way, somehow. I, I understand the whole money thing, and they had to wait two years before they get right. rid of him. But, um, as you always say, you don't believe in the cap anyway. It doesn't and, exist. Yeah, it doesn't exist. They'll, they'll figure out a way to go ahead and make it more palatable to get rid of him after this year. All right, uh, I've wasted enough time. Let's go. It's time for Arnie's Picks to take us home on a Sunday night into a Monday morning. Let's go, stinking genius. Let's go. Give me a little music. Put me in the mood. Let's go right to the NBA playoffs, which start tomorrow. Um, You know what? I'm going to give you a couple games, and I'll give you the series. Let's start with the Boston Celtics. I think this is a perfect matchup against Philadelphia. You know, if you would have asked months ago, you said, well, watch out, not a good matchup. Philadelphia's going to be a tough team. This one's going to be a tough first-round matchup. Eh, not so much anymore. Yes, Embiid's back, but uh, with Simmons hurt and Boston is such a much better team that people are giving them credit for. Even when Kemba Walker is not playing or playing the full amount of minutes, you still got Jalen um, uh, Brown. You, you still have uh, uh, Tatum, and you still have um, you know, Gordon Hayward. So, and he's like a fourth option. I love Boston in game number one minus the five and a half, and I love Boston in the series four games to nothing in a sweep over Philadelphia. So go with that one. Now, wow. let's get to the Lakers and Portland. Game one's going to be tough. Matter of fact, Portland's going to be on a little bit of a high. Even though they're tired, I think it's going to come down to a bucket. I'll take Portland plus the five and a half. I still think the Lakers win. It won't be as easy as 4 nothing. Lakers win the series four games to one. And I'm going to take Dallas plus the six in game one. But the Clippers win the series four games to one. There you have my picks. Do with them as you please. No longer for entertainment purposes only. 
Look at you oh, just running down clap, every clap, clap, single clap, clap, clap. NBA series. Is that the same way you went on your picks online, or did you go different to kind of hedge your bets? No, I, I, that's the way. I, I don't hedge my bets. Get out of here. That's the way I picked it online, and that's the way I give it up on the air, my friend. I mean, you don't have a different pick on the 800 number than you this do? This isn't March actually... Madness. Stop it. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you are running out of time. Go do it. I know Big Ben's going to talk about it. it quite a bit. FoxSportsRadio.com, the NBA bracket. And, yes, you can walk away with a 50-inch Roku TV courtesy of Westinghouse. Go play. Go do it. Fox if Sports I lose Radio. to any of the Maller militia, I'll quit. Arnie, you put your job up on the Dolphins. You put your job up on college football. I don't know what's left that you could possibly put your job up against. I don't either. But I the just Maller militia that. might be it. All right, hey, Stinky Genius, have a great week. Man. You too. Can't wait you to too. get back after it next week. We'll go over the NFC North and the AFC North next week. Uh, thanks to everyone for twittering in tonight. See we'll ya. see you next week. Big Ben is next on Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.